0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The American Rail System Federation says its workers cleaning up the toxic train derailment in East Palestine are getting sick. ONN's Brianna Dahlquist in Cleveland reports. This letter is addressed to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. They claim Norfolk Southern Rail workers who have worked or continue to work the cleanup site have reported experiencing migraines and nausea. The letter also claims that workers have not been given appropriate protective equipment like respirators, eye protection, or protective clothing. I'm Brianna Dahlquist. Norfolk Southern disputes the claims, telling CNBC the train company coordinated their response with hazardous material specialists. U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown was in East Palestine again yesterday. He says he and Republican Senator J.D. Vance are working on legislation that would help if residents develop health problems from the derailment. Making sure that anybody that develops any illnesses, respiratory illnesses, bronchial illnesses, um, cancers, two years, five years, ten years down the road, are taken care of. We're going to base it on the PACT Act, which I helped write, uh, those veterans that were exposed to those football field-sized burn pits, and then two, three, five years later develop illnesses. Brown and Vance also just introduced the Railway Safety Act of 2023. They say the goal is to prevent another disaster like what happened in East Palestine. Change is coming as a result of the train derailment. The Federal Railroad Administration announced new measures yesterday. Amit Bose is the agency's administrator. We will continue to take steps to ensure the highest level of safety And so that no community experiences what the people of East Palestine are going through right now and have endured in the last several weeks. Yesterday, the FRA kicked off nationwide inspections on routes that carry hazardous materials. The CEO of Norfolk Southern Railroad will testify in Congress next week about last month's fiery train derailment in East Palestine and precautions the railroad takes to prevent similar crashes. Alan Shaw will appear before the Senate Committee on Environment and Public Works next Thursday. A $12.6 billion two-year Ohio transportation budget has cleared the state house and moved on to the Senate. ONN's Dave James has more. Proposed safety measures in response to the fiery East Palestine train derailment are part of the budget. The rail safety provisions include mandating two-person crews for freight trains and certain notifications to train operators when wayside detector systems sense a defect. The Ohio Railroad Association argues several of the rail safety provisions are preempted by federal law. State lawmakers disagree. The budget mainly funds highway projects over two years. Dave James, ONN News. Former Speaker of the House Larry Householder took the stand again at the federal courthouse in Cincinnati today. This morning, as Householder walked into court, ONN's Brittany Bailey questioned him about what he said on the stand yesterday. Your testimony yesterday did not match some of the previous witnesses. Who's lying in this case? who's lying? Well, I know I'm telling the truth. That's what I know. Householder is testifying in his own defense in a bribery scandal that involved a nuclear bailout of First Energy. 30 miles south of Columbus, police in Circleville have released new information about what led a Pickaway County Sheriff's deputy to shoot and kill a woman at a motel over the weekend. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. It happened early Saturday morning at the Roadway Inn off Route 23 in Circleville. Police say 52-year-old Pamela Crosston called 911 from the motel saying she was suicidal. When officers arrived, police say she refused to drop her weapon and then pointed it at two deputies who then shot and killed her. The Bureau of Criminal Investigation has taken over the case. I'm Yolanda Harris. In southeast Ohio, students at Morgan Local Schools in McConnellsville are learning virtually after union workers who serve as administrative assistants, cooks, custodians, and other positions in the district went on strike. ONN's Richard Solomon has the story. Tom Quaintance is the president of the union and also a bus driver. He says both parties met Tuesday night and accomplished a lot, but couldn't agree on pay. We're just trying to make a living uh, down in this remote area. On Wednesday, the superintendent, Dr. Kristen Barker, wrote in a statement, our last offer was a very fair one, as it met the union in the middle. That offer included a 13% raise over three years, 5% in year one, 4% in year two and three. Members of the Um, union are asking for more. Richard Solomon in Morgan Local Schools. Senate Bill 1, which would give more power to the governor on education matters, is moving on to the Ohio House after passing in the Senate. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. That bill aims to overhaul the Department of Education and State Board of Education. Governor Mike DeWine would name the director to oversee that new department. Supporters say Ohio schools aren't getting the job done and a change is needed. However, opponents say the bill lacks specifics. I'm Andrew Kinsey. There's talk about the Cleveland Browns possibly getting a new stadium thanks to a blogger who is typically in the know about such things. ONN's Neil Fisher reports. On Monday, Ken Prendergast released an article on the Northeast Ohio Transformation blog which detailed how Browns owners Jimmy and Dee Haslam want a new multi-purpose stadium. The city of Cleveland released a statement saying in part, quote, The Bibb administration is committed to working with the Haslam sports group in good faith to ensure that the Cleveland Browns continue to play home games in the city of Cleveland, end quote. The Haslams, however, reportedly have their sights set on two locations for a future stadium. The two were the post office site where the main post office is southeast of downtown, which is cut off from foot traffic from the heart of downtown and where all the restaurants and hotels and all that are. Um, and the other site being uh, what appears to be their favorite, uh, which is right next to Channel 3 Headquarters. I'm Neil Fisher. WKYC Channel 3 Headquarters is located on Lakeside Avenue, just east of the Amtrak train station and First Energy Stadium. And the Girl Scouts introduced a new cookie this year, the Raspberry Rally, sold only online and in limited quantities. But ONN's Bryant Somerville says it has created an ethical issue. It sold out in no time. And then, just as fast, the cookies were on second-hand selling sites like eBay, selling a $5 box of cookies for $100, even though it clearly says not for resale. Jessica Martin is the product program director. It's taking away that opportunity from a girl for them to learn and practice their business skills. Martin wants it to be known the resale is not authorized by the national organization or a local council. In Columbus, bryant Somerville. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.